0: Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. And today I want to talk about behavioral regulation with sensory learning experiences. You can use sensory experiences to help kids process their thoughts and their feelings when they are struggling with these things. And today I wanna give you some inspiration to offer up experiences that can help kids learn to regulate their behavior or their emotional responses to situations with sensory learning experiences. So the tip I wanna give you for this week is that I want to encourage you to give kids' choices for solutions to the struggle that they are facing. When kids can choose the solution to their struggle that they are the most comfortable with, they are able to feel in control again of a situation that, caused them to feel out of control, causing them to behave in a way that is not appropriate for the situation. So giving kids back that sense of control can help trigger a proper behavior response when they face a similar situation in the future. You can give kids choices in a lot of different ways. If kids are becoming overwhelmed when they're facing a conflict with a friend, you can offer solutions or a series of solutions that the child, and the friend can choose the best outcome. When kids see that the emotional situation that they are facing has solutions, they don't get as overwhelmed because, again, they feel that they have what they need to come up with a response or a solution to the situation, though they may feel frustrated in the moment. And one of the ways that you can do this is by interrupting their emotional response with questions. Questions like, why are you upset? What happened that you didn't expect? Why are you unhappy? How can we help fix the situation? These kinds of questions distract kids from their emotional response and redirect their attention to, well, getting the attention or the response that they were hoping for to begin with. So that's one way that you can give kids choices to help them come up with solutions for situations that they are struggling with. Now, tools that you can use that can facilitate behavior regulation through sensory experiences is a very long list of tools, but I'm going to give you some of my favorites that seem to soothe kids more regularly, or they happen to be things that I use on a regular basis with kids of many different ages and skill levels. And, These materials can be things like Play-Doh, sand, water, straw, uh, packing peanuts, or art materials like paint. Anything that kids can use to channel their energy through another experience. So, Play-Doh is a great one because kids can channel their thoughts or their feelings through the Play-Doh. You can create Play-Doh out of different ingredients that will give a different texture. And I know this will strike most of us adults somewhat the wrong way. But when you can allow kids to, Betty, mix the Play-Doh to get different sensory sensations, they can start to regulate their emotions and their behaviors, perhaps a meltdown, through the Play-Doh. So perhaps you have a student or a child who likes really smooth, silky textures. You can make Play-Doh out of things like shaving cream. You can mix shaving cream and um, baking powder. You can mix all different kinds of things together that will make a silky smooth texture for kids who like things light and soft. You can mix, sounds a little weird, but you can mix cotton and shaving cream and glue together and it makes like a sticky, stringy, cobwebby kind of Play-Doh. You can make scented Play-Dohs for kids who calm themselves through scents. Personally, if I was going to make myself a Play-Doh, I would make a coffee scented Play-Doh. And using coffee grinds would give your Play-Doh a gritty texture to it, which would be great for using construction, oriented sensory experiences or forest or woods-based learning experiences like what we're talking about this week. Because you could use the Play-Doh as a cleaner version of mud because it would be brown because the coffee would make it brown. But it would also smell really, really good for all of the coffee listeners listening to this. Can you just imagine how good coffee Play-Doh would smell? Oh my goodness. You can provide... I used to do this one all the time when we would study study things like farm or forest, like we're doing this month. Um, I would set up a sensory area with different compartments. And I would offer things like dirt and straw and water. And we would talk about the different ways that the animals would use those materials. So that would be a really great way to set up a sensory experience that would help kids regulate their behavior through engaging with a theme like farm. Kids can act out their emotion that got them overwhelmed to begin with and what it was that got them overwhelmed. And they can use that farm play to act out a solution. Now, as I referenced a second ago, you can use questions to get kids to engage in a sensory activity that will help them regulate their behavior. You can bring a sensory activity and a series of questions together to help kids cope with an overwhelming behavioral response or an overwhelming sensory experience. And some of the questions that I would ask, again, focused on getting kids to engage with forest learning or learning about the farm or animals in general, because you can study different kinds of animals, are questions like these. Number one, do all animals feel the same? Why or why not? Again, this is another great sensory experience that can lead into talking about emotions and talking about behavior. And you can ask the question as well, do all animals behave the same? Why or why not? And you can bring those two questions together to create a sensory experience that gets kids to talk about behavior, maybe comparing their behavior how a specific animal would handle a situation that they have faced that have caused them a particular behavioral or emotional response. Question number two, do all animals make the same sounds? And again, this can be a fun experience to help kids work through regulating their behavior because you can create an activity around the sounds that animals make that can get kids to maybe giggle a little bit at the different sensations that they're going to feel as they copy the sounds like that animals make like Winking like a pig or moving like a cow or neighing like a horse. You can combine making the sounds of an animal with acting out the movements of an animal as well. And that way kids get a multi-sensory experience. That can also help them work off some extra pent-up physical or emotional energy That can also help with behavior uh, regulation through a sensory experience. And finally, question number three. What natural materials do animals build with? And if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I actually have been posting a series of pictures on a bird's nest that I found close by and I am trying to capture the changes that the bird may be going through, or maybe the nest is going through as they happen. It was a very cool thing. One day the bird's nest wasn't there and the next day it was. So you can check that out and you can explore what kinds of materials in nature, animals build their homes with? And then you can talk about why they might use these materials over others. So that brings us to our challenge of the week. I want to challenge you to do exactly what we were just talking about. I want you to get outside. I want you to explore natural materials that animals use to build their own homes. And then I want you and either your child or your students to work together to create their favorite animal home using the materials that that animal would use and you can study the techniques that that animal would use and you can try to copy them. So now I want to share a few activities with you that can be good for regulating behavior through sensory experiences. That also ties to learning about forest and forest materials and forest elements, and forest animals. Number one is animal walks. This is a great experience to explore forest animals and how they move, and then using your own body to copy their movements. Activity number two is dramatic play. You can build your own dramatic play experiences Those experiences can relate to forest and forest exploration, but they don't have to. Dramatic play is a great way for kids to role play out their emotions and their responses to experiences that they may be having. And it's a great way for kids to learn behavioral regulation and also to engage in multiple sensory experiences. Number three is science experiments. I feel like I promote science experiments for everything, but they really are that versatile that you can explore almost any topic with a science experiment. And you can explore forest and forest animals with science experiments by building with materials, again, that you would find in the forest, but you can also explore science experiments on why animals use the materials that they do in the ways that they do. You can also do science experiments for non-forest-related Uh, topics, but that could assist and support practicing behavior regulation. And some of those topics that would lend themselves very well to science experiments are things like exploring transportation, exploring construction, exploring mechanics. But one of the great science experiments I want to encourage you to um, explore is how animals move. How animals use movement in different ways. Why do birds fly? Why do snakes and worms slither? Why do bugs crawl? Why do some bugs hop, some bugs fly, and some bugs crawl? Why do dogs walk on four legs? Why do monkeys swing from trees? Those kinds of questions. I want you to experiment and determine why different animals move in such dramatically different ways. The fourth activity that you can use to practice behavior regulation through a sensory experiment, through a sensory experience, whether it relates to learning about forest or not, is heavy work. So you've heard me talk about things like chores, such as laundry or doing outside yard work. All these things are great for behavior regulation, working off excess energy, and they build skills at the same time. That brings us to number five as we get ready to wrap up this week's episode. Number five is one that you can use over and over and over again. And you can customize it to each and every topic subject skill that you might be learning and it's this obstacle courses obstacle courses are a great way to engage in sensory experiences they're a great way to engage all of your motor skills and your critical thinking And by their nature, obstacle courses offer a sensory experience. And through going and experiencing different challenges and having to think through how you would overcome each obstacle you face, you are in turn practicing behavior regulation because you are thinking through how you have to behave to either successfully or unsuccessfully overcome the obstacle that you are facing. And I'm actually going to give you a bonus. I'm going to give you one other activity that you can engage in that is a multi-sensory experience that regulates behavior, teaches self-control, And engages your emotions and allows you to work off excess energy. Mental and physical and emotional energy. And it's a great way to control your behavior but also to express your emotions. Can you guess what it is? I'll give you the answer. The answer is dancing. Getting kids engaged in dancing, whether it's choreographed dancing or just free dancing. Kids are listening to music. They're moving to that music. They're learning how to use their bodies. And whether they realize it or not, they are emotionally expressing themselves by the way that they react. To the music. So there you go. I actually gave you six activities that you can use to either A, engage in learning and exploring the forest and all that the forest contains, or engaging in practicing behavior regulation with sensory experiences. These activities, the questions, and the tip that I gave you all work together to support all of these things. So, I want to thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll join me next week when I'll have another fun learning and skill building activity to share with you. I hope you enjoyed this information, and I am always here to answer any of your questions that you may have, you can find me at the thecreativecampusonline.com. There you will find ways to privately and directly access me where you can a- ask me any of your questions and I will answer them directly and privately. You can also get all kinds of fun information there as well. So thank you for joining me this week, and I will talk to you again next time.